Hello and welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. Susan Shifley is a dog and empathy coach consultant who helps people support and strengthen their relationship with their dog. While dogs have come to know humans very well in their years of domestication, humans are only beginning to understand their dogs. Susan has recognized that our bonds together can be even richer and more fulfilling if we were as tapped into our dog's emotions as much as they are with us. In her consulting practice called Canine Connection with Heart, Susan brings in different techniques that pull from areas such as meditation, heart math, professional dog trainers, research studies, and more. Susan, welcome to Dog Save the People. Thank you so very much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure. I'm thrilled to have you. And you are working on such fascinating topics that I know that our listeners are going to be so drawn to. And I am personally very drawn to so much of what your research and everything that you're doing covers. So to me, this is a very exciting interview to have. Where are we speaking to you from? I live in Southern Pines, North Carolina. I'm actually from Boston. Really a northerner, but I came down here for the horses and <laughs> quiet. <laughs> yes. Oh, beautiful. How long have you been down there for? Probably about 14 years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And did you have dogs growing up? Always had dogs growing up as a little girl. They were Weimar Honors, and we had yes. two, Spooky and Daisy. And <laughs> no then way. from there, we've always had dogs. So my life has been around dogs. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so I grew up with uh, Black Labs, and it's funny because as a kid, they were in my life, but I really didn't make those connections until I was an adult, and it wasn't until I had my own dog as an adult that I started to really understand the relationship that we have and Mm -hmm. this bond that is beyond my understanding. Mm -hmm. And do you have some dogs in your life now? I have three outstanding dogs. I have Skippy, little mixed dog. He's a little dog with a big dog attitude. Yes. And he's uh, like a dachshund corgi mix. Yes. I have Gracie, and she is a, best guess, is a herding dog, plus chow. And then I've got a spectacular English shepherd, and he is off the charts as far as kindness and cuddles. So I've got a great crew at home. I think it's a great time to be a dog owner for a number of reasons. And one, I think, is just the research that has been done recently on dogs, I think, changes so much about how we can understand them and, importantly, how we can connect with them like never before. So I think it opens up a completely different venue in how amazing dogs can be in our lives. And that's what I've experienced because as, you know, like you, I've had dogs before, but the relationship that I experience now is quite different. Yes. And I do want to get into the work that you're doing with regards to heart math and meditation and how that relates to dogs and our understanding and our relationship to them. But can you speak a little bit to our listeners just about what you've learned over the years about recent research and what that reveals about dogs' greater capacity to communicate with us and connect with us. The research points out dogs' amazing ability to understand us, to hear our words and to feel what we're feeling and to watch us like no other animal watches us. Dogs have had thousands and thousands of years of domestication. They used to think dogs were dumbed down because of that long period of time of being domesticated. 
But the opposite is true. They've had so many thousands of years to be able to develop in a way that they read us so well, they know us so well, and they can connect with us in so many different ways. And I think the research gives us a window into how dogs think and how they feel and the emotions that they actually have, not what we think they have. And with that knowledge, we can really create a very different relationship with them. And the dogs know that. They respond to it. It's really fascinating for me because not only do we change, but our dogs reflect that. My dogs are much more affectionate towards me, much more connected. My relationship is so different. One of the things that you've mentioned in your work is that dogs have the same emotions as humans and that dogs also internalize our inner state. Mm -hmm. And the fact that essentially dogs can smell our emotional state and how can we as dog owners or dog companions work with that kind of information? Along with understanding better about dogs, if we are more in touch with our own thoughts and feelings and become aware, we can really influence our dogs when we have this knowledge in a really positive way. We can become more aware of how they feel. And I really feel we can start to feel a little bit of what they feel. You can become so sensitive to where they are and become much more observant of their behaviors. My dog, Bailey, a lot of times, will he'll come in and it's so moving because he'll just kind of poke me in the leg just to say hi, just out of the blue. It's, mm-hmm. And it's just so delightful. It's just like, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. I'm just poking you and say hi. So I think we as human beings can become much more intuitive to our dogs. And the dogs really do pick up on that. And I think it just becomes this circle of connection. It just goes round and round. The dogs are more affectionate. They're more aware of us. We're more aware of them. We're more affectionate to them. So it's really this wonderful circle that starts. To me, it hasn't stopped. I keep learning about my dogs. I love that. And I do believe that dogs are always communicating with us. But for the most part, I don't think that we're always listening. And my understanding is that it can lead to behavioral issues. Oh, absolutely. I think the most important thing, and this is from reading information that I've read and researched, but also I think importantly of all the years I've spent with all the dogs I've had in contact with, the most important thing for a dog is us. And the most important thing for a dog is the relationship they have with us and that connection. So when they feel that something's wrong with us or something's not right and they can sense it immediately, that causes them concerns. Or when we're angry with them, that causes concerns, and especially when they don't understand us. So I think it's really important that we're aware that they're aware of exactly how we feel and what's going on. So I think we can help them out a lot by being aware. Now, you've mentioned on your website about this idea that there's an old paradigm that no longer seems to be useful about how we have viewed dogs, how we have trained them, how we have interacted with them, and that as we are learning all of these wonderful new ideas through research, there is a new way or an evolving, emerging way that we can relate with our dogs that will, again, be so beneficial for both of us. What do you mean by the old paradigm? I think the old paradigm puts dogs in a position of not being able to think 
they want to get back at you or you know they're plotting against you the dogs know better so by not understanding how they actually think and their emotions i think we really step on their toes and <laughs> by knowing and understanding all that i think we can support dogs and the way that i like to phrase it is our dogs are truly our best friend and we need to treat our dogs as we would treat our best friend. So I think that we need to treat them with a lot more kindness and awareness. And I think dogs are so generous in giving to us. Yes, They're amazingly generous. And I think if we start to hook into that generosity and that kindness and start to really feel it, it starts to become a part of us. And I think, you know, your podcast is so fabulous on how dogs can influence us. And I think they can have a profound effect. So this is one of those examples. The more we give, the more they give. Many of the people that I've spoken to on the podcast have a very similar message in, in their own way, because again, everybody has an individual approach and experience with their dogs or dogs in general. But I do believe that they are one of our greatest teachers. Dogs can teach us so much if we will allow ourselves to listen. Susan, how do you think we can improve the ways we communicate, read, or understand our dogs? Well, I think learning some of the basics, learning some of the basics of body language of a dog, because they're always talking to us in that way. Dogs bark, but there's different types of barks that dogs will do. I think we can be adventurous and allow ourselves to be more open to that love and that generosity. I think dogs are very safe, authentic and generous with their love. Yes. If we can embrace that, that would um, be great for both the dog and people. I do believe that dogs are both our gateway to learning how to love and to being able to love and being feeling safe. They're also a gateway to nature. But I have an experience with a friend who grew up in a fairly abusive home and did not trust himself with relationships in general. And in many ways, I was very nervous about getting a dog because he was concerned and fearful that he might act in the same way that he was raised. Mm. And he lived for the first year with the dog almost petrified because he was afraid that something was going to happen and that he would, again, repeat what he had grown up learning. And yet this dog taught him that it was okay and that it was okay to love and that it was safe. And I do think, again, they are incredible, incredible beings and teachers to us in that way of learning how to love ourselves and as well, allowing ourselves to love others. I think that love automatically makes us more self-loving. And yes. then, you know, that love expands to everybody and everything because it's just life expressing itself. It's one entity expressing itself, but there's lots of entities just like that. You know, people have said to me when I've adopted animals out, I talk to a lot of people, and they've recently maybe had a dog die and they go, well, I waited this long because I don't want to replace so-and-so. And I tell them, you're not replacing them. I said, it's just love in a different format. It's the same love, but it's just packaged differently. Love is out there. And I think for us as human beings, there is a level of opening up and trusting and allowing ourselves to be vulnerable that will become something that we experience more and more. And I think dogs are one of the very, very best ways to experience that and see it play out right in front of you. Now, Susan, you've practiced introspective methods over the years. 
and you are a certified heart math coach, which I'm fascinated to learn more about. Can you talk to me a little bit about what heart math is, but also your meditation practice? Sure. Heart math is an organization that's been around probably about 25, 30 years. It's all based on scientific research. And the original folks who started it, their question and what they were wanting to discover was the connection between the brain and the heart and how that worked. And in the course of all that research, it just went on and on and on. It expanded in ways they never imagined because the heart, it has the ability to connect with and influence all sorts of parts of our body. So what HeartMath started out doing and what they developed was some techniques that can be used that help us reduce stress and help us allow us to get in touch with our emotions and become aware of our emotions so that we can manage our emotions, so that we can set up a new neural pathway by using these techniques instead of going to the default, you know, something comes up in our life that is frightening to us or upsetting to us. We typically have a neural pathway set up and how we react. And if that's not very productive, let's say it's, you know, we act with stress and we're just, you know, overwhelmed, there are ways that we can use techniques to set up a new pathway where we cope with that and handle that much better. So part of it is becoming aware of our emotions and then learning to manage those. So we replace all that negativity with positive emotions. So it's a management. And then the meditation. When I moved down south, I hooked up right away with a gentleman called uh, Tom Thompson. And he's a meditation teacher and he's really an amazing human being. So I started that quite a few years ago and I've been doing it ever since. Also is a way to rewire yourself in a lot of positive. There's a lot of very positive things that come out of meditation. But one of the things you realize is that the mind is is a chatter, 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 <laughs> and can cause us a lot of angst. And when you look at the contrast between dogs, dogs' minds are much more simple than us. You know, they're not worrying about the past and ruminating about things, and they're not concerned about the future. They're in the present. And I think meditation is very good for us to, again, replace a lot of that mental, wasteful energy and chatter you can bring yourself into a much more positive place. It's a great resource. My dogs get very excited when I meditate. It's such a grounding place to be. If we are more in tune and connected with our heart, then that can guide us in how we feel and decisions we make and how we interact with the world. And I think that affects the dogs. You know, you're connected in a way that is intuitive and you really feel that feeling. There are times in the day where I just, I tear up because I just feel so much joy with my dogs. So that never happened to me before. I would, you know, I like my dogs. I love my dogs. But the positive emotions and the positive experience I feel is so much more and so greater. They know. (laughs) They'll pick it up. So I think that has such a powerful effect for myself and also my dogs. And the puppies, my a veterinarian once said to me, your puppies are so happy. And I looked at the veterinarian and I said, well, I'm quiet and I'm happy. It's kind of like two to go together, but they are. I'm there to introduce them to the world that's full of kindness and peace. When they leave me, that's what I want to have them leave with. And when you say when they leave you, so are you fostering I care for all of myself, so I don't foster them out. So I know them all quite well. Yes. It's it's what I enjoy. 
and I care for them until they're adopted, you know, until I find the right person for the puppies. They're my little fur babies until they leave. So I care for them and I know them. And then I think I can do a good job of matching them up with the right person since I've been with them for a period of time. I like that. And Susan, going back to this idea about the heart, because a lot of the work that I will do in my meditations or in my visualizations, it really is centering on the heart, breathing into the heart, imagining a loved one or imagining a teacher. Or for me, a lot of times I imagine dogs who have passed living in my heart Mm. and being there alongside me. And so I love that whole visualization. And When I meditate, a lot of times I will have my dogs next to me. It's so interesting to notice their energy changing because they can feel, and again, they can smell my emotional state. They can feel it in a way that is beyond my understanding. And I do find that when I meditate and come back out on the other end, that the energy not only has changed in my brain and in my body, but also between my dogs and me. I find that meditation helps me so much to appreciate Mm -hmm. my relationship and the natural godliness of my dogs, but also just it helps me to be more present with them and not futurizing and not thinking about the past and really kind of honing in on, on where they already are and in a way living a dog life with them. When you meditate, feeling it coming out of your heart, One of the things that HeartMath has discovered in relationship to dogs is when we are coherent, meaning we're in a positive, peaceful state, they measure not how fast the heart beats, but the length of time between each heartbeat. So that when we're coherent, that measurement is very much the same, but when we're not coherent, it's very erratic. The heartbeat is erratic, and you can see it on a screen. They did an experiment with a fellow who had a dog. And they put them in a room together, and their heartbeats were coherent together, and they were separated. And both the man and the dog's heart became coherent, and they put them back in together, and then they synced up again. So we can have very positive influences on other people and you know animals by just being present and being here. You have all sorts of positive things you can do. Oh my gosh. I mean, you just brought chills to me about the coherence of the dog and the human and their heartbeats. And and I totally get that. Now, Susan, what would be some of the steps or methods that you would recommend our listeners to consider for strengthening their own canine companion bond? I think right off the bat would be to be quiet with them. We've talked earlier about if we're stressful or anxious, our dogs automatically pick that up and internalize that. So I think awareness humans becoming aware, it's not only good for our dogs, it's vital for us to live a better quality of life and be aware which you brought up, which I think is important, the difference between being and doing. And we're such a culture of, you know, we have to do, 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 you know, we want results. And I think with dogs, people want the dog to do certain things. It's a well-behaved dog because it's doing what I want. And I've watched dogs in my community walk next to an owner, but their heads are down, their tails are down, and they're compliant. They're doing what they're supposed to do. But I would call them a compliant dog, but not a connected dog. So I think our human to human and our human to dog connections really can be strengthened by understanding our dogs, understanding ourselves better, 
tapping into all the qualities. You know, you look at the dog, what are the qualities that a dog has? It's amazing. I mean, they're kindness, patience, forgiveness, love, and meet them where they are. They're in a quiet place, a peaceful place. We're not the most peaceful, as we know. We t- all we have to do is turn on the television. We can learn to be with our dogs in a different way. And when we do that, we can learn to be with ourselves in a different way. And I think the practices of meditation and heart math, we don't have to struggle with them. But if we just participate in them, those changes will happen all on our own. But it's, as my teacher would say, relax, relax, relax. And the dogs love peace and they love quiet. Just by doing that, we can experience a lot of positive changes. Very profound, Susan. I'm going to wrap this up by talking and mentioning your website, Canine Connection with Heart. Please talk to me a little bit about what your website is about and and how people can connect with you. My website really was created based on the personal experiences I've had with dogs and then all of what I've learned through reading and books. I've had lots and lots of conversations with people and heard lots and lots of misinformation and confusion about dogs. So I wanted to create something that really educates people deeply about dogs. And as we mentioned before, all the amazing research, I think, are total game changers on how we can connect with our dogs. So I have a three-part video presentation I've created, and it goes, you know, it's a real what I call educational presentation. And a lot of what we talked about is on there so people can really understand their dogs, and not only understand them, but importantly, as you had asked, how can we connect with them? Fantastic. It's a great source for our listeners. Are there any other aspects or social media places where we can find you? I have a page on Facebook, and it's the same name, Canine Connection with Heart. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Susan, what a pleasure. Thank you again for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I love to talk about dogs. So this has just been a total delight. Thank you so much. I'm so glad. Thank you. I really enjoyed speaking with Susan. And truly, everything that we spoke about are things that I think about all the time, especially when I'm with my dogs. This whole concept of circle of connection is really important and really feels like something that so many of our listeners will relate to. I know that for myself, when I'm meditating or when I'm trying to be more mindful and being with my dogs, there's some kind of connection that I feel in my heart. So for me, I'd really like to learn more about what heart math is all about. That sounds fascinating to me. So it was wonderful to hear from Susan and to learn about all of these new concepts. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is made by, as it should be, a production company and content studio. It is made with the support of Scott Benaglio, executive producer, and Jack Summer, our producer and editor. Special thanks to Daniel Lampert, our neighbor and composer, for creating the music for the show. You can follow Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow our show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. To sign up for our monthly email newsletter, you can go to dogsavethepeople.com. On the website, you'll also find show merch in our online gift shop. This includes shirts from the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, 
where profits go to supporting independent rescues and shelters. If you have any questions or submissions, please drop a note to the email address bark at dogsavethepeople.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so see you next week for another episode from Dog Save the People. Enjoy a walk with your dog outside and make it a great day for both of you. Thank you.